The second half of this parak, already starting from the previous Mishnah, define what exactly is considered to be a private domain for the laws of impurity, where if there is a case of a doubt over there, it is ruled stringently as being Tome, and what is considered to be a public area. And the truth is there is another area of law that there is significance to whether something is considered to be a private area or a public area, and that is with regards to Shabbos. For example, it is forbidden to carry an object a distance of four Amas in a public domain on Shabbos. And likewise, it's forbidden to carry an object from a private domain into a public domain, or vice versa. And if somebody does so, if they do so unintentionally, then they are liable to bring a a sacrifice, a korban chatos, to atone for that. And if they violate this prohibition intentionally, then they are liable to the death penalty. And the Mishnayas show that the exact definitions and requirements for what is considered to be a private domain or a public domain for these laws of Shabbos are very different to the definitions for the laws of Tumah. And these Mishnayas will compare and contrast. And one more important point to note is that with regards to the laws of Shabbos, there is a third type of domain called a Carmelis. And a Carmelis is something that does not meet the requirements of a fully-fledged Rishus HaYochid, a fully-fledged private domain, nor does it meet the requirements of a Rishus HaRabim, a fully public domain, which is designated for public to pass through, and there are supposed to be many, many people who pass through that area every day. There are lots of areas that don't meet that requirement, but at the same time, they're not surrounded by walls or fences for it to be considered a private domain. So in general, an area that is neither a Rosh Hashayochid or a Rosh Harabim, neither a private domain or a public domain, is considered to be a Carmelis. And a Carmelis is something in the middle. Midrabonon, we treat it in general like a Rosh Harabim, like a public area, but it is not considered to be a fully-fledged public area. There's also a fourth type of domain occasionally with regards to the laws of Shabbos, but that's not relevant to our Mishnahis over here. Begins the Mishnah Habikor, a area full of different fields, but most during the summer months, Rishus HaYochid LaShabbos, this is considered to be a private area with regards to the laws of Shabbos, and the truth is, the Mishnah is just coming to say that it's not considered to be a Rishus HaRabim, it's not considered to be a public area fully, but it's also not considered to be a fully-fledged private domain. It's actually a Carmelis. There aren't enough people who pass through there, but at the same time, it's not surrounded by a fence on all sides, and therefore it can't be considered a fully-fledged private domain. Rather, it's a Carmelis, or Shusarabim la Tumah. However, it's considered to be a public area with regards to the laws of Tumah and doubts that occur over there, because in order to be considered a public area for Tumah, it is sufficient that there be three people present, or at least it be an area where there are generally three people there. Because that's already more public than the classic example of the Torah of a woman who is a Saitar, accused of having relations with another man other than her wife. And of course over there she would be, by, she would be alone with the other person, so there'd only be two people there. It's learnt from the Torah that in such a case where there are two people, then it's considered to be a private area and the doubt is ruled stringently. But as soon as it's an area where there are generally at least three people there, we are going to rule that doubt leniently because it's considered to be a public area in terms of these laws. If it makes like a shomim during the winter months, 
literally the days of rain, it's considered to be a private area, both for the laws of Shabbos and for the laws of Tumah, because there are not generally people there in the field at all during these months. A type of hall where many people would gather occasionally. It's considered to be a private area with regards to the laws of Shabbos. And over here the Mishnah means literally that it is a fully-fledged private domain because it's a room, it's surrounded on all four sides. The fact that lots of people gather there is not relevant for the laws of Shabbos. However, it's considered to be a public area with regards to the laws of Tumah because over here it's not dependent on whether it has a fence around it, whether it's surrounded. It depends on how many people are generally present there and therefore it is considered to be a public area for the laws of Tumah. Rabbi Yehuda says... If he is able to stand at one entrance of this large hall, this large room, and he can see from there people who are entering and exiting that room from the other entrance. The hall generally had two different entrances, not opposite each other, but sort of at a diagonal from each other. So then, it's considered to be a private area, both for the laws of Shabbos and even for the laws of Tumar. As long as currently at that time that the doubt arose, there were not three people present. Because even though sometimes there are lots of people there, since one is, when, when there aren't large gatherings there, one is able to have a certain level of privacy there. And since he's able to see anyone who's coming into the room, so he's able to maintain that level of privacy. This would define it as a private area. Vimlav, if he's not able to see everybody coming in and out of that room, then it will be considered a private area for Shabbos, of course, because it's surrounded on all four sides. It's a room, but it would be considered a public area for the laws of Tumah. Mishnah Tess, Haporon, this is very similar to the Bosilki that was talked about in the previous Mishnah, a large hall. However, this had two entrances right opposite each other, at two ends of the room. It's considered to be a private area for Shabbos, of course, because it's a room. It's a totally enclosed area. And it's considered to be a public area for the laws of Tumor, even according to Rabbi Yehuda of the previous Mishnah. Because the fact that there are two entrances right opposite each other, that precludes the option of being able to maintain privacy there. And in general, there are at least three people, so it would be considered a public area. And likewise, the sides of this large hall, even where the entrances are, although in general there are less people there, and when people gather in this hall, they usually shift towards the area that is not directly opposite the entrances. Since it is all one area, and even in that part of the hall, there are enough people for it to be considered a public area. So doubts with regards to Tumor would be ruled leniently because it's considered to be a public area. Rimeir Mayor says, The side of this room, opposite the entrances, since people don't generally gather there, and they always move inwards to the inner part of the room, we are able to view that area as separate, and we would consider that to be a private area, not only for the laws of Shabbos, but even for the laws of Tumah. Mr. Yud, it's Tavonis, a type of bench that is right outside of a shop, where the shopkeeper would sit on that area is considered to be a private area for the laws of Shabbos. The truth is, once again, the Mishnah refers to a Carmelis, 
It does not meet the requirements of a private domain, and certainly not of a public domain. Whereas with regards to the laws of Tuma, it's enough that there just be three people who are generally found there, and that is the case. So Arabim Latuma will be considered a public area where doubts are ruled leniently with regards to the laws of Tuma. A courtyard that the public would enter from one entrance and exit on the other side of the courtyard. So with regards to the laws of Shabbos, it's a courtyard, it's enclosed on all four sides, and therefore it would be considered a private area for the laws of Shabbos. Even though the public can go through it, and it's considered a very public area, but since at the end of the day it is enclosed... That would define it as a private area for the laws of Shabbos. However, for the laws of Tumah, since there are lots of people there, which is Ramla Tumah, it would be considered a public area with regards to the laws of Tumah, and therefore doubts would be ruled leniently in such a location.